and not at the exclusion of others. Too often we have these little wolf packs we run around in. We have these little cliques. And basically we're saying to other people this. No, 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 no. You cannot be in my little group because you don't look a certain way. You don't dress a certain way. You don't act a certain way. <laughs> no, no, no. You cannot be in my little group. So you've got these little groups, and it goes something like this. We all meet up at school together. We all hang out in the weekends together. We all have lunch together. If we're girls, we all go to the bathroom together. And then some outsider comes along. Can I say to you, that should not be. Your group should never resemble a circle because if it resembles a circle, it is closed. Your group should be like a horseshoe where you have relationships with one another, but there's an openness for others to come, for others to be a part for others to belong. I want you to choose to love. And look, I'm all about loving the world. You know what? Let's love Africa and let's love South America and let's love Asia and let's, let's love all these places. No, I have a heart for that. I have a son who's a missionary. So yes, I have a heart for that. But look, it's easy to give money in support of caring about people around the world, and that's good, and continue to do that. But God is calling us to love individuals. Jesus is calling you to love the person sitting on your right. Let me ask you this question. What kind of a job are you doing caring about the person on your right? Jesus is calling you to love the person on your left. What kind of job are you doing loving the person on your left? Now, that was easy. You're sitting by friends. This will be a little tougher. Jesus is calling you to love the person behind you. Turn around. Look who's behind you. All right, look back up here. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you to love the person in front of you. And for all of you in the front row, that's me. Jesus is calling you 
to love individuals, you need to step out and to do that. You love them by acts of kindness. You love them by telling them you love them. You know, there are the five, five love languages, and you probably know these. I'm not going to go over them, but you need to put those into practice. Five ways that you can effectively love one another. And then lastly, I just want to say love now. Love now because you may not have tomorrow to love. Here's a good motto to live by. The motto is this. Don't just give flowers to dead people. Don't just give flowers to dead people. Somebody dies and you go to the funeral and you bring them flowers and that's a wonderful gesture and continue to do that. But what good does it do them? It doesn't do them any good at all because they're dead. Don't just give flowers to dead people. Give flowers to people who are alive. Appreciate people now. Love people now. Care about individuals now because you may not have tomorrow. So right next to Sunny Ridge Home with these delinquent, emotionally disturbed students is this beautiful private golf club. So one day I go over to this club and I ask to see the manager. So they bring me into the office, I meet the manager, and I, I look back on this, I kind of laugh now, because I'm like, what were you thinking? But I walk into the manager and I say, sir, uh, Greg Speck, I'm a caseworker at Sunny Ridge right next door. I'm wondering, what is the possibility I can bring a group of delinquent and emotionally disturbed teenagers to your beautiful country club and play your golf course for free. Thinking he'd be like, get out of my office. He says to me, I'll call you. And I said, okay, thank you. Like a week goes by, the phone rings. And he says, uh, if you are the first ones on the tee Monday mornings, you can play our course for free. I'm like, whoa, thank you so much. So we would get these students up in the middle of the night. We'd be standing on the first tee in the dark as the sun began to rise, and we got to play this beautiful golf course for free. So one morning we're out there, and we're like on the eighth, ninth hole, and I see this little golf cart. It's making its way around to the different foursomes. And it finally comes up to us. And the guy in the golf cart says, is there anybody here named Greg Speck? I go, whoa. I go, yeah, that's me. He said, you have an emergency phone call. You're to call home right now. I'm like, wow, thank you very much. So I turned to one of the house parents and I said, you're in charge. Now I know this is a shocker, but at this point, there were no cell phones. No cell phones. Yes, 
Dinosaurs were still roaming the earth and there were no cell phones. So I had to get to a phone and I knew my grandmother had died. You know how you just sometimes know this? She was in her mid-90s and she had been sick and I just knew she had died. So I get to a phone and I call home. And my grandmother answered the phone. I'm like, whoa, this is long distance. I go, hey. I go, hi, Graham. This is Greg. What's going on? And my grandmother started to cry. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. I go, Grandma, what's wrong? And she can't say anything. She's just crying. I said, Grandma, you need to let me know what's happening. She can't say anything. I'm like, Grandma, speak to me. And the phone gets laid down, and I hear footsteps out of the kitchen, and then footsteps back into the kitchen, and it's my mother. And I'm like, Mom, what is going on? And she says to me, Greg, your father's gone. I said, what do you mean dad's gone? She explained to me that my father had had a massive heart attack in his sleep, so massive it didn't even wake my mother up. And you know, when I boarded the plane in Chicago O'Hare to fly back to San Francisco International, you know what I could say honestly? I could say, God, thank you. Thank you that I had a great dad. Thank you that I told him I loved him. He had told me that he loved me. I mean, how sad to have to get on that plane and go, oh, man, if only, if only I'd have said this, if only I'd have done that, if only, if only, if only, and then it's too late. I want to say to you, do not leave things unsaid. If there are people in your life that mean a lot to you, that have helped you, that have encouraged you, Tell them that. Tell them that. Say to them, I love you. I thank God for you. You have been such an awesome friend to me. Don't leave things unsaid. Speak life into one another. Choose to love now. So I'm done speaking, but I'm going to call us to do something that is way outside of some of your comfort zones, and that is going to be totally okay. In just a second, I'm going to ask you to bow with me in prayer, and I'm going to pray for us. And then when I'm done praying, I'm going to ask you all to stand to your feet. I don't want anybody to leave. I want you to all stand to your feet, and I'd like you to do two things. Number one, I'd like you to go up to whoever you need to go up to in this room and walk up to them and look at them and say to them, I apologize to you. I apologize for the way I treated you. I apologize for the things I've said. I've apologized for the things I've done. Would you please forgive me? I mean, I, honestly, some of you need to apologize 
to an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend. Some of you have tried to elevate yourself by bullying and hurting and bringing down others. And honestly, how sad and how immature is that of you? You're not in middle school anymore. You're not a seventh grader anymore. You're high school. You are men and women, not just boys and girls. So I want you to apologize. I want you to make right. And you know what? Some of you, as soon as I said that, the Holy Spirit just zinged you in the heart. And immediately, this face or this name popped in. And so I say to you, if this morning you have heard God speak to you, do not harden your heart. Because that's what you've done up to this point, and where has it gotten you? Where has it gotten you? And can I suggest it's just caused you a boatload of problems. It's just given you a bunch of issues. It's alienated you from others. It has warped your thinking. It's warped your thinking. Some of you, I say this lovingly to you, some of you, you are addicted to pornography and your mind is sexually warped. I mean, let's be honest. If a speaker says anything from the front that you might be able to twist to make it some sort of maybe little sexual comment or sexual joke, you do that immediately. I just want to say that's not healthy for you. That's not good for you. Your thinking is distorted. I want to say that up to this point, some of you, you've just gone in the wrong direction. So don't harden your heart to God. If he's laid that name with that face on you, just go to them and apologize. And for crying out loud, if somebody comes to you and says, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? I'm just saying you can forgive because you're greatly forgiven. And remember, to love mercy is to treat others the way you want Jesus to treat you. And then the second thing I'm going to invite you to do is I'm going to invite you to go to five people, 50 people, 200 people, and walk up to them without any sarcasm at all. You're going to say to them, I just want you to know I appreciate you, or I thank God for you, or I love you. And you are going to function the way the body of Christ is going to f- supposed to function. You're going to give them a little high five. You're going to give them a little hug. And my prayer is that as you begin to step out and do this, that you will begin to feel so free and so alive on the inside. I pray the living God would come and would bless you for your steps of obedience in doing what is right. Let's bow together in prayer. Lord Jesus, I understand this is difficult. And so I pray that you would give my brothers and sisters here courage 
to do the right thing. Lord, I pray that you would lay on their hearts any individuals they need to apologize to. Faculty, students, that God, you would allow people to make right their relationships. That you would draw us back together again. I pray that you would allow us the freedom to lower our walls and take off our mask and get rid of our sarcasm and to express our love to one another. And Lord, I ask that as we do that, that you would bless us and that we would feel free and clean and fresh and alive on the inside. So Lord, I gladly surrender these next few minutes to you and I just pray and I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I understand we are totally cramped in here, and I understand you're going to have to get out of the aisle. So just say, excuse me, get out of the aisle, get to the people you need to get to. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. The next few moments are yours. Ready? Go. Go, 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 go. Good job. Okay, now look up here. Look up here, Southwest. Look at me. I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you. You made Jesus look good. You brought a smile to his face. Thank you for being strong and courageous. Thank you for being willing to step out of your comfort zone and to do that. Now, at the same time, let me also mention this. Some of you didn't do it. I know. I watched. I looked around. Some of you didn't. And hear my heart right now. That is totally okay. It's totally okay. Because right now, it's just too hard for you to take that step. It's too hard for you to risk like that. You're struggling with insecurities. You're struggling with stuff on the inside. It's just too difficult. And I'm here to say, I understand. It's okay. It's okay. But my prayer is that one day soon you will be able to open up to give love, to receive love. That's an awesome thing. It's an awesome thing. Brian's going to come up, and he's going to close off our time, and I'll ask him to pray and stuff. And then I want you to know, I'm going to step off the platform and if you would like a dad hug, you come up to me and I will give you a dad hug and I will say to you what a father ought to be saying to you. I will speak truth into your life. Southwest, I think you are the best and I was honored and privileged to be a part of these three days. And thank you for the love, the kindness, and the respect you have shown me. 
And I pray God's richest blessing on your lives. Thank you.